0: On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got a chance to chat with Lindsay Shearer from Pins for Profit with an awesome conversation. For anybody uh, who's been frustrated with organic and paid Pinterest in the past, don't know what you're doing, don't even know where to start, this is the episode for you. I'm probably gonna re-listen to this episode. I just absolutely had a wonderful conversation. You guys are not gonna wanna miss this one. If you are a mid seven figure brand and above, listen up. Are you struggling with ads this year? Uh, How about growth in general? What about profitability? Supply chain issues got you down? You are not alone. As a brand owner myself, I totally get this. iOS 14 has ravaged many smaller brands. The good news, our clients at Upgrowth and the brands that we own have not been touched. Don't get me wrong. We had to fight to figure out how to advertise effectively in a post-surveillance ad world. But we learned some incredible lessons along the way. And we want to share some of those lessons with you. So go to www.upgrowthcommerce.com grow to apply for a free growth plan today so we can show you what is working in a post-iOS 14.5 world. Again, that is www.upgrowthcommerce.com slash grow. On to today's episode. Someone on my team thought I either had superpowers or woke up at 5am to crunch client numbers. Turns out, I just used Triple Whale. Yeah, that's what one of their customers said, and he may be onto something. No one has to know the secret weapon to your success is Triple Whale's powerful analytics platform built to accurately pinpoint your ad spend across networks, making you look like the smartest person in the room. Their robust app helps you clarify your campaign's performance so you can run smarter, faster, more effective ad spends in real time and reap the rewards. Are you a genius? Only one way to find out. Guys, want to take Triple Whale for a spin? Stop by triplewhale.com upgrowth and use promo code UPGROWTH for 15% off. Now on to today's episode. Hey guys, Jordan West back with another episode of Secrets to Scaling, your e-commerce brand. I don't know if you can tell, I'm really trying to hold my voice back here. Lindsay and I were talking before And uh, I was yelling a little bit because I was just so excited. It wasn't uh, yelling like in a a bad sort of way. I think in a really excited sort of way. So I'm really trying to hold that back here, but I don't know if I can. I'm really excited for uh, today's episode. Some really interesting uh, sort of backstory. Pinterest, I hate. I really despise Pinterest and their ad platform. I've never been able to get good results. So when Silas, who runs this podcast, said, hey, we're going to have somebody who's uh, crushing it on Pinterest ads, it's like, okay, well, great. I can't wait to grill them and see if they are actually crushing it on Pinterest ads because I've never heard of that before. I, all I've ever heard of is us just putting our credit card in and just wasting a bunch of money and blowing a bunch of marketing budget. So really looking forward to this episode today, and I bet a lot of you uh, are looking forward to this too. So without further ado, Lindsay Shearer from Pins for Profit. Lindsay, welcome to Secrets to Scaling your eCommerce brand.
1: What's up, everybody? Yes, I cannot wait to talk about all those issues because we've been able to build an amazing business just around that very specific problem that so many folks have and that's because Pinterest is so unique and you have to employ a lot of different skills and a lot of folks will kind of come in and say, yay, I'm going to just share my Facebook strategy on Pinterest and we'll throw some budget at it and that's going to work. And I'm like, no, please don't. (laughs) (laughs) So Lindsay, before we
0: really get into it, for people who don't know anything about you, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do.
1: Yeah. So I've been running large agencies for like ever. I think digital marketing is really kind of in your blood. And when I very first got out of college, I was doing mergers and acquisitions. So I was helping brands kind of scale and grow really fast so that they could get sold or help other brands purchase brands and things like that. And so I still do a little bit of that just for fun and have percentage ownerships and different types of companies. And then I ran large SEO agencies in that process. And so about nine years ago, I was like, Hmm, okay, let's test some Pinterest strategy. I think maybe our target market might fit with our SEO strategy on Pinterest. And so I just kind of started arbitrarily putting some things up there and we were getting so much traffic from that. And it was just lasting forever. I was like, Hmm, I wonder what would happen if I actually got really intentional about my Strategy on Pinterest. And it was kind of like we just started having crazy amounts of traffic because I was applying my knowledge from SEO and link building and relevancy scores and all those kinds of things to Pinterest. Yep. And then they launched their ad platform. So we were early adopters and I actually have a friend who's on the engineering team at Pinterest. And so I get all the inside scoop about how the algorithm works and we've been able to really help our clients transition some of their ad budget over there and test things better. And we have a much better strategy. I've run, we do like $35 million a year in profitable spend on Pinterest. So we've been able to test all the things <laughs> that everyone else struggles with and figure out the audience structure and how the buying behavior works. And it is definitely a unique different, but we've had some really amazing results from for some awesome clients. So our whole pins for profit agency was birthed out of this (laughs) testing phase from our SEO stuff.
0: Absolutely. Well, it's great, too, because I mean, SEO just works so well uh, in tandem, especially on a platform like Pinterest, right? It's like similar on Google, right? If you know Google SEO, you know, Google AdWords isn't going to be nearly as difficult for you. And so I'm imagining that it's probably a similar sort of process on Pinterest. Is that right?
1: Yeah, and most people don't realize Pinterest is actually a search engine. So you're really focusing more on search engine behavior versus, and it does have a social media buying element to it. So there are some things that are similar to like a Facebook, but you really have to combine both strategies and it's more of a content play. And there's just a lot of different things that have to come into place with your different budget and all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, that's really my trademark is called cross ranks, where I'm teaching people how to rank with one strategy on multiple search engines with one set of content versus having to create a million different kinds of content for each platform. It's exhausting no one has time for that. So we nope. try to make it easier.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that's great. So let's, let's first of all, talk, talk about the who, so who yeah. is this episode for today? Who is this actually going to work for? What kinds of brands are we looking at? And then who isn't this for?
1: Yeah. So in general, we don't recommend Pinterest as being like your first line of defense to say test a new offer or to really kind of test out your funnels because it's more expensive. You have this unique buying behavior where people see an image, they save it and they come back later. So there's a lot more delay. So generally I recommend Pinterest, especially for e-com, if you've already tested your funnels, you already know what your cost per acquisition should be, your order value, and you know what your profitable price points are, KPIs. And for info products though, it's a little bit easier. You can usually get your cost per leads cheaper. It does take some time though, with that whole seeing your brand and your relevancy and all that kind of stuff in a search engine, similar to what you would think of for SEO. But if you, the best type of brands that we've seen working are e-commerce brands related to things like beauty, hair care, fitness, wellness, home decor, mom and baby brands do really well fit like nutritional supplements, things like that do great on there. Awesome. But last year during the holidays, I was in doing a lot of advertising, even for some men's brands for gifts, for things that like high, high end wallets and watches and things like that did actually yeah. exceptionally well, more than I thought because 40% of new users are actually men. So cool. that's kind of amazing. And then we do a lot of legion campaigns. So say you're doing like a giveaway or you want you have an info product or you're a coach or something like that. And you want to get leads off of there. That's definitely a great place too.
0: Awesome. So let's, let's walk through a scenario here. So I'm a brand, you know, I'm doing, you know, five or $10 million. You know, iOS 14 has obviously yes. hurt uh, <laughs> all of my acquisition campaigns. I'm not really profitable on anything yeah. acquisition wise right now, but we're just kind of pumping the budget, looking for some other places to put our money. Where do I start on Pinterest? What where, where is that first place that I need to, what, what do I need to be thinking of?
1: It just depends on the number of products you have. We usually try and start with kind of a bestseller so that we can, can basically confirm the audiences. Pinterest has a little bit of a different audience. And you can also target keywords like you would do for PPC in Google ads. Yeah. And so we're, we're looking for our best audiences. We're trying to find create a bunch of different types of creatives, similar to how you would any other social ad platform where you're testing creatives, testing audiences, things like that. Getting First, you want to make sure you have a business account set up versus just your personal account so you can actually run ads. They don't have a sophisticated ads manager platform, kind of like Facebook does where you can add a bunch of people and
0: <laughs> it's not as easy. Their ad manager platform is so terrible. Like every time I'm like,
1: you I can't
0: even figure out where to get to the screen where I can just see my campaigns every single time. I'm like, where is that? You know? And I'm yeah, not like, not,
1: the, not you know, the, the dumbest world. guy in the world. <laughs> It's not the default view for them. Yeah. And so I've tried to help them kind of with their user friendliness and advertiser friendliness, and it's getting better. And they're definitely adding in more metrics and things that we need to see as advertisers, yeah. and kind of working through a lot of things. But it is definitely a newer platform as far as ads are concerned. And so they're adding new features, but they're definitely very dedicated to it. And they have a lot of team and engineering power behind it. So they're they're growing consistently. So let's
0: assume that I've got everything set up, right? Yeah. So I've got my pixel, I got my pixel set up. I have the Shopify integration working. I've got my catalog integration working nicely because I, I feel like all that's pretty elementary, pretty simple to set up. Once that's all done, walk me through, because I think a lot of people have probably spent mm-hmm. thousands of dollars on Pinterest and really just not seen any kind of return. Yeah. The people who are listening to this, which by the way, are mostly sort of that mid seven figure and up. Mm -hmm. those kinds of brands that are listening to this. What am I doing wrong? Yeah, Is this targeting? Is this creative? What in the world are we all doing wrong, Lindsay?
1: It's usually a lot of mixture of things. And I will say, so the native Shopify integration just speaking of pixeling does not really work well so we have a custom configuration that's something that we've found to work better and we also have a custom reporting setup so we can pull better data uh okay. so that's okay. one big major thing a lot of people have like a weird setup going on where they think oh yeah I'll just use the Shopify pixel and then as soon as they change their theme then everything's booted off and so that's one of the big things is you have to really be aware of any type of changes to your site can affect the Pinterest pixel so we're literally Literally, every oh. single day, we're looking and testing and making sure that everything's good because it's super sensitive. So that's one thing. Okay. And then creative, there's a lot of different types of creative and it really just kind of depends. A lot of people will use the video views campaigns thinking that they're similar to Facebook and you're going to get the data that you're looking for and stuff like that. They're actually, the way they serve the video view campaigns are so much more expensive than just having Mm. videos in your other types of campaigns instead. And so there's a few little things that I've seen people try that I'm like, oh, please don't do it. Because we also tried it and it was just way too expensive over tons of different accounts. So, and then depending on the audience size thing is kind of a big deal you have a lot of different, like people may either go too wide or they go way, way, way too narrow because they're really trying to apply Facebook philosophy to super specific hyper-targeting. But a lot of times that will narrow out your audience way too much for them.
0: So let's use an example here. One one of the brands that I own is a baby mom, kids brand, right? So what would I do for that? Just leave it wide open? Like what is Pinterest like as far as that targeting is concerned? Do they like the keyword targeting? Do they like, because I've talked to lots of Pinterest reps in the past yeah, in our okay. agency, we've got, you know, 15 people that work here that we none of us have ever cracked it. We don't care about it. So <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, that's why I'm loving having this conversation right now. So like, where does that targeting start and stop? How is it different than Facebook?
1: Yeah, so it really, there's a lot of different angles and the ads manager changes a lot. It used to be like last year, we would start with open targeting, kind of like a similar to an open CBO campaign on Facebook, and we yeah. would kind of let Pinterest pick the right audiences. It's, it takes longer to do that. You can still do it, but it makes the audience size so big for them that it's really hard. It's going to take a long time for it to find the right people. Okay. Or your audience pocket. So we usually start not with keywords. We add in the keywords later because it can also make the budget too thin. So Mm. I like to, from my personal perspective, I like to start with the keyword side on organic first. And we approach organic a little bit differently. And this kind of, I think affects the quality of our ads in that we have a lot of influencer marketing. And so we're able to get people into communities and share a lot more content a lot faster and get more data on what's working better for creative, for just various keywords, for interest-based categories where people are actually engaging and so yep. a lot of times if it's a newer brand and they don't really have a full presence, we may start with a month or two of organic and just really try and drive a ton of creative and test a lot of things and really see where things are shaking out. Okay. And then we'll kind of apply those to our ads and, and look at some different interest categories. We also have a secret testing method where we <laughs> can take your existing past purchasers audiences and do a full analysis of them and figure out where they're hanging out on Pinterest. And so cool. we typically can start ahead of the game, having a better idea of where people are going to be hanging out and then kind of whittle down from there.
0: This month's sponsor is Triple Whale. Triple Whale's powerful analytics platform clarifies your ad performance across marketing channels, keeping you instantly in the know. Go to triplewhale.com slash upgrowth and use promo code upgrowth for 15% off today. Now back to today's episode. Gotcha. So, okay. So that's, so that's targeting. Now let's talk creative. Yeah. Uh, is there, is there a certain formula that works? Is there a testing formula? Is there a, you know, videos versus images? You know, do you start with a big bang in your videos? Like, what, what am I looking for Yeah, as far as that's concerned?
1: It depends on the country that you're in. So, for example, in Australia, videos seem to be doing way better. France, Germany, videos do way better. UK and Canada are just kind of harder markets in general. So it takes longer for their audiences and you have to be a little bit more narrow there. To And you've got to test a lot of things because they're just kind mm. of hit or miss all over the board. United okay. States is better with static creative still versus video. Mm. We have some accounts that do better with video, but we definitely want to test, at least initially, and kind of see. And then for organic, video does better generally as far as impressions, but conversions do better with static still. So, oh, interesting. Yeah, we do a mix of everything, but now they're really pushing this idea pins. And so we're getting a lot of traction pretty fast on our idea pins, which are essentially like an Instagram reel type of video. So like you would, things you'd be creating for your Instagram ad slash reel slash TikTok, that kind of thing is yeah. doing pretty well. But that's again, only organic right now. They're working on the rollout for where you can actually run those as ads.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. What else do we need to know? Like how, how else can we potentially have any sort of success on this platform?
1: the most important thing to know about Pinterest is you have to have an exorbitant amount of patience. (laughs) I would say 99% of accounts that I audit have major room for growth because they're shutting ads off way too early. And then they forget about them. And then they go back later. And they're like, Oh, I wonder what happened in December of last year when we tried to run some ads. And then they look back and they see a bunch of row ads. And they're like, wait a minute, what what happened? (laughs) So That's part of the problem is just this inherent buying behavior and it makes it difficult for everything because is it
0: because it's not as bottom of the funnel like people are more like in that sort of discovery um, phase or idea, ideating phase
1: yeah i mean there's some there's a large degree of that but once you get your account rolling over time you're still going to have you're going to have more bottom of the funnel and people that you can target that are just pinterest specific whether they're engaging yeah. just with pinterest stuff or they're engaging with your organic pins or things like that so we do a mixture but i would say yes it has to do with the fact that they're seeing an image so think about it like this this is the example I. like to use. Say you're going to remodel your living room before you would go to Home Depot and say buy lighting fixtures or buy a rug or pick your paint colors or things like that. You would go to Pinterest to get an idea of like, okay, what do I want to see this general outline? And and then say, oh my God, I found a couch that I must have. I'm going to save it and say that project starts in January. Well, you're maybe not ready to fully remodel until March. So then you go back in March to your board that you saved everything and you buy all the products that you wanted then. So you have
0: gotcha, this inherent
1: yeah. delay. And I w- the average buying time on Pinterest is 20 days. Okay. so And this
0: is why they recommend having the 30-day windows. Yes.
1: We start with thirty-day windows, at least initially, because you have to give the algorithm enough data that it's going to actually find your people. If you narrow it too hard, it'll just stop spending or it'll spend all your budget and never find any conversions. So it's very sensitive. The budgeting and bidding is very sensitive. If you're going to do any manual bidding, stuff like that, you have to really stay on it. And I've literally tried and tested a lot of things. And then over time, say you're trying to hit a seven day window, maybe you have a cheaper product that's like $40 or something thing is your average cart value, then over time, you can start reducing that window once you start seeing more conversions.
0: Okay. Okay, gotcha. So walk me through what it looks like when you first take a client on at Pins for yeah. Profit, because I think a lot of people are probably listening to this and being like, nope, not going to do it. I don't want to do this myself. <laughs> yeah. What does that process sort of look like? What are you guys starting to look for? What is the the rhythm and the cadence of, of the onboarding yeah. and all of that?
1: So generally the first week we're setting up all of our custom tracking. And in the meantime, we're making templates for images and videos and things like that, looking through all of your landing pages, through all of your raw images and just kind of seeing what you have available and making a bunch of templates from that. And then getting our tech team is in the background, getting all of our reporting set up and making sure your pixels looking good and running a million tests. And then it's always our goal to get our first round of ads up within the first week. So and then in the meantime, we'll be doing outreach for influencer marketing and we start organic right away. So Mm. we're getting your account set up, increasing your relevancy, and we do a massive amount of research for keywords and matching different things with your site and giving you feedback on the pages that we want to (laughs) to use and things like that. And then as time, we just start kind of launching new ads. Initially, we run a first round of tests, confirm your pixels looking good. That usually takes about mm, four or five days. And then we start kind of our testing phase. And that typically takes about five weeks or so. And we're really just looking at creatives, audiences, uh, just all different kinds of stuff, making sure your account's looking good, positioning, keywords, all that kind of stuff. And then once we start finding winners, then we can start scaling and ramping, that kind of thing. But usually accounts right now are taking about four to six weeks to really warm up, which means you're still going to get conversions, but to really start getting to your ROAS goal, which for me is always a minimum two to three X. So But you sometimes it can take seven or eight weeks to get there. But gotcha. once it's getting rolling, it's so much easier to add things in and kind of get that traction and the algorithm already thinks that you're relevant and those kinds of things. So it's much easier over time. What
0: about for people who are listening who are like, man, I've never invested any time in Pinterest. <laughs> I don't even have a Pinterest account.
1: That's Our okay. business
0: doesn't even show up on Pinterest.
1: That's okay. That's we okay. Got yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't have to have in necessarily anything. If you already yeah. have a decent size following, say on Facebook or whatever, we can usually that typically means that your account's going to warm up way faster. And then like I was mentioning before, sometimes I'll just recommend and say, Hey, let's do two or three months of organic before we really start launching ads, but we'll get your pixel installed in the beginning, make sure everything's good and tracking right. And then a little bit as you've kind of getting some relevancy and stuff in the search engine, then we'll start running some ads. And I know we'll have better traction.
0: Cool. Cool. Lindsay, I got to ask you the question I ask everyone who comes on the podcast. What is your secret to scaling?
1: My secret to scaling? You know, it's crazy. The faster you can implement testing and get and shake your winners out the best success that I've seen that you're going to have. So a lot of people don't invest time, money, effort, or energy in conversion rate optimization. The easiest way to scale is to make sure that that the people you are driving traffic to your site and everything are actually converting. So Mm. if you get in there and do your conversion rate optimization, then of course, I think the secret to success in general is the faster you can get an idea from your head to actual implementation, generally, the more success you're going to have in general for scaling. So yeah, test faster. Spend more and test faster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Thank you. I got three more questions for you. I hope that you are ready. I'm ready. All right. First question for you. Favorite tool or app that you're using right now?
1: Oh, this is amazing. Okay. So this, I have a little bit of bias. We are launching new software that's called PopUp. It's amazing. It is actually a journey builder, kind of like you would imagine a mini chat builder with this Canva element that's that allows us inside one software to control the customer journey without a bunch of upsell apps without a bunch of tracking issues with a quick and easy fast builder. So it's amazing. That's my like secret sauce that I'm in love with the most. But everyday use, I would say this is so cheesy, but Canva, I love Canva, I can just pump things out super fast, make them crazy easy. Everything else we build is kind of like our own custom stuff. But as far as general, I would say those are my two favorites.
0: Canva is like, was such a game changer oh in, God. in this world that we're living in now, where you didn't have to, you know, wait forever for a graphic designer to do yes. something. It's like, it's so great at all of our companies. We just set up all these templates. Yeah. Right. So it's like, I don't need a designer to go in. This is the template. Just yeah. go and change the words. That's all. Change the words, we change still, the image.
1: <laughs> the crazy thing is we still have full-time designers and we still use Photoshop and whatever. But if I want to just create something general and give them an idea, it's so much faster and easier for me. Oh my gosh.
0: Yes. Yes, absolutely.
1: Yes, game changer.
0: (laughs) Favorite podcast or audio book that you're listening to right now?
1: Oh, that's a good one. I'm doing a lot of, do you know, I don't know if you know who Caroline Leaf is. I've been working on a lot of NLP stuff. Just kind of like, you know, as you start growing and getting to a higher level of success, you you realize that you have your own like weird internal blocks (laughs) and weird things mm-hmm, that, you mm-hmm. use that like are actually inhibiting you from getting to a certain level. And I think forever, I'm like, why this doesn't make any sense. Why are my goals and dreams not a 1000% lined up together? I have all the tools, I have the education, I have the skills and resources and network and all those things. So what is blocking me from my next level of success. And for me, I realized it was just like ingrained belief patterns about certain things. Mm. So, and it affects everything, your relationships, your friendships, everything. Yeah. So I've been on this like neuro-linguistic programming kick of like really being so much more intentional about how I'm approaching every single situation, as opposed to Mm -hmm. just letting my old programming kind of dictate being more healing and kind of just more freedom and happier and all these things that we all desire, (laughs) It's helping yeah, a lot. Yeah, for
0: sure. yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I think that the more conscious that we can be of these things, right, mm-hmm. and actually realizing and becoming aware of like these patterns that we that we do, and all of these things, is incredibly uh, important. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I got uh, one more question for you. If you could okay. sit down with anybody, they have to be alive. Okay. You get an hour with them. Who would it be? <laughs>
1: yeah, on any topic or just econ. Any topic. Any
0: topic. Any topic.
1: That's a really good question. Generally, I pick people who are already dead. <laughs>
0: No, no, they have to be alive. I'm sorry, yeah, it's uh, it's the rules. Say,
1: you know, I maybe in a tacky way, I would say maybe Elon Musk, he's so brilliant. And I feel like there's this unique ability for people to see kind of the past, what's happening in the future and to be birthing these amazing and brilliant ideas into existence. To me, that's like, crazy hard to do. And I would say the other two would probably be Patrick, Bet David, he's a genius. I love him. And then also Joe Rogan, just because he's very interesting and unique. And I hope to one day be more <laughs> involved and just to kind of hear, I can't imagine like all the different political things that he's had to deal with and just mm-hmm. like his, his ability to really navigate some extremely difficult situations I think would be very valuable to know.
0: Awesome. Lindsay, this yeah. was great. Where can people connect with you and find out more about Pins for Profit?
1: Yeah, so you can go to pins4profit.com. the number four, profit.com. Or you can just check out lindsayshear.com. I'm on all social, Twitter, Instagram, all that kind of stuff at Lindsay B. Shear. But yeah, I'd love to connect. And any way I can help you get on it, on board with Pinterest in a more profitable way, I'm happy to do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I just want to I just want to let everyone know like my hatred towards Pinterest uh, has not changed uh, during this. Uh, but now at least I know that, you know, there is some potentiality yeah. over on Pinterest. And so yes, this was awesome, Lindsay. Thanks so much for your time today.
1: Yeah, you too. Have a great day, everybody. Keep on crushing and scaling. Hey,
0: guys. We hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can
1: we ask you a favor?
0: Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So,